Welcome along to the latest Arsenal 49 undefeated Football.London podcast. Uh, a special one today. We're also Facebook live in, so uh, welcome along to anyone. Just going to wave at the camera there. Welcome along to anyone that's joining us on Facebook Live. Uh, we're recording the podcast as well, so we'll be popping that on the website later in reaction to the big news today. Um, Charlie Watts, our Arsenal writer, joins us and, and Rob Guest, um, Football.London writer, with me too to sort of go over everything that's happened today. A, a, a pretty dramatic day for Arsenal. A, there was a kind of sense of anticipation amongst us this morning, Charlie, of kind of when's it going to happen. We we knew that lun- it was probably going to be announced at lunchtime. It did duly arrive at half past one on the dot and there was the confirmation that Arsene Wenger signed the new two-year deal. Finally, some clarity for Arsenal and their fans on you know what is going to happen even in the short term. Um, and now, obviously, attention turns towards contract renewals for players, transfers. Um, but let's just talk firstly about what, what the news today means for Arsenal. Well, I think, it, like you said, it clears up the uncertainty. I think that's the big thing. Um, whether you agree with if Arsene Wenger deserves a new contract, is kind of that's irrelevant really I think because he's, he's got one now so that's out that's out of out the question the process everything like that hopefully they might die down a little bit I'm not sure they will but hopefully they will but at least the uncertainty is out of the way now and I think at this stage of the summer that's vital because they couldn't carry on they couldn't drag this on I'm glad that within a couple of days of winning the FA Cup they've sorted it out we know what Wenger's doing now they can focus on what is a massive summer for the club because it's not just about transfers it's about contracts there's just there's so much going on, possibly changes to the coaching staff, scouting network. I mean, there's loads that they need to get sorted in a short space of time. So I think that's really important that now the uncertainty is out of the way and we know who the Arsenal manager is. As I was saying, whether you agree with it should be him or not, isn't, that's kind of now irrelevant. It's just that's, that's a debate that for fans to have because we know that he is the manager and he's going to be the manager for another two years. So I think I, I'm, I'm happy that it's out of the way and now they can just focus purely on what is a massive summer because teams are already getting business done look at Man City absolutely I, I wrote the other day Rob that Wenger needs to kind of use Guardiola's template in the transfer window of being quite ruthless with the players that he's got obviously today um, Stan Kroenke and Ivan Gazidis um, in you know in tandem with the announcement going on the, the official club website were qu- quick to you know say that Arsenal are targeting a Premier League title That's that is the aim for them they're obviously not going to say otherwise, are they? But it was a very firm message from the owner and from the chief executive. And it was a really revealing interview with Gazidis where he opened up a little bit. And there was some, I was quite glad to see actually Arsenal really asking the difficult questions of Gazidis. You know, putting it to him and saying, you know, looking towards the future, what's going to happen? What, what, how are we going to change? What is this catalyst for change that he's spoken about? And, and, I guess you know where, where Arsenal head this summer because there has been so much mystery and uncertainty and, and ambiguity about the direction that the club's heading in. And fingers crossed, hopefully now there's you know there's a resolution to that. Yeah, uh, big decision. Uh, I think obviously, given what Gutierrez has, has said that they want to challenge for the league title, they want to challenge for all the major trophies. That's uh, it's a big statement. Arsenal are a big club and they need to be doing that. They've got to back it up now, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. You've, you've got to. You've said that they need to put their hand in the pocket now. You've got to bring in a number of players. I mean, look at the way Man City have started uh, the past few days. They've been bringing in a couple of quality players. Arsenal need to do that. They need to start quickly off the box next season and then hopefully they'll be able to progress. 
suggestions today that it's going to be a 100 million budget that could obviously be supplemented by you know sales Jack Wilshire's futures on the line Wojciech Chesney's futures on the line there's a, there's a few question marks around the Arsenal squad at the moment in terms of which players will stay which will extend um, who's going to go um, Mesut Ozil and Alexis Sanchez's contracts though before we think you know about any transfer Sad Kolasinac it looks like that's going to be fairly imminent now you'd, you'd expect but nailing down those two has to be the, the next priority for sure it does but the reports that are sort of circling at the moment doesn't doesn't sound like it's going to be too easy. In fact, I mean, I woke up this morning to the Times saying that Sanchez definitely wants to go and Ozil's going to run his contract out. So, what what do you think about Ozil's? Start? I think if that's true, I think that's awful. I mean, that's a disgrace for <laughs> Ozil, really. I mean, it's just taking the club for a ride if he's going to do that. If he if he wants to go, then go go this summer and let and let the club get some money in for him. Don't run the contract down and just. You know how much money would he have got from Arsenal over the last three years? He's like he's the highest earner at the club. We smashed what what was then a fairly strict way structure to get him, and so he's been there what four years? That would have been fifth year by the time he leaves, and he was raked in thirty odd million quid from the club, and then walks away on a free out of his own just because of his own thinking. So no, I think a bit of disgrace. I'm hoping it's not true because everything that comes across from Merzl is he does really like the club. He likes London. And, and, and of course, let's not forget, both Ozil and Sanchez, I, I think that the whole Arsene Wenger factor with Alexis Sanchez is possibly overplayed slightly. I think it was a lesser role in Sanchez joining than, than it was for Ozil, but Ozil's spoken in the past often about the role that, Wenger's play, that Wenger played in bringing him to the club. Well, he initiated them. Ozil rang exactly. him up and said, you said once that if, you're, yeah, if I want to leave Madrid, let me know. Exactly. So Ozil rang him up and said, I'm, I'm, I want to leave. And so he initiated the move. So that was a massive part. Do you, do you, do you, honestly, do you two honestly think that Wenger staying will have an impact on, on the, the, those two players' futures? Or do you think they've already reached their decision and they've already got it in their mind what they're planning to do? I... I They'll have it in their mind, of course they will. I'm sure they would have it in their mind. No one lets their contract run down. Very few players, when it gets to this stage, sign. I'm thinking Theo Walcott's one of the few that I, that yeah. got really deep down yeah. before he signed him. But I'm not sure too many clubs have been batting down the door for Theo Walcott. Um, I'm not sure that many are batting down the door for Mesut Ozil at the moment. There'll be some. But in terms of the money it would cost to get him, I'm not sure... People will be doing that. Alexis Sanchez is a different story. I mean, everyone will want him, and everyone well, should want him. Well, that's it. I, that's why I find Özil's stance so bizarre, Rob, because the, the, there isn't the same level of interest in him around Europe that that you know Sanchez is commanding, and Sanchez is rightly commanding. Bayern Munich and Man City look like they're the two favourites for him at the moment, but I do just I do just find Mesut Özil's approach to the whole, you know, to the, to the summer in terms of how he's you know, trying to get um, a transfer out of the club, I, I, I find it bizarre because you look at some of the teams being linked with him and surely he he would rather stay at Arsenal than go to a Galatasaray or a Fenerbahce or a, a club of that calibre. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's certainly better than that. I mean, you look at the way he has played for Arsenal, the way he has played for Real Madrid and Germany, he's a really good player. The uh, thing with Ozil is... Uh, this situation now Arsenal cannot afford to let him run his contract down if he wants to go then he needs to be gone in the summer to make money but given his previous form last season who's going to buy him? Really? Well, I think he ended the season very well I thought it was fantastic in the cup final 
And I think the, the main issue is who's going to buy him at the price that Arsenal yeah. will want for him. I think there'll be plenty of clubs that want him, so maybe that is why he would run his contract down because he's probably maybe his agents had word from some very big clubs saying we'll take you, but we don't want to splash that sort of cash. How do you feel about it from the club's perspective? Do you think he should be allowed to wind that down and, and let him go, or do you? Do you t- I, I would it, no. It, I'd, say, I'd get rid of him now if, if, I, I if they gonna, had to. I would almost let Sanchez run his contract down just because you know where he's going to contribute next season. Absolutely. But I was just about to say the very same thing. I think I, I think you avoid a repeat of the Van Persie scenario with with Urzel if you allow him to go. I, I if I'm if I'm Gazidis or Wenger, I mean the noises are that they will be firm with Sanchez and say unless obviously there will be a price where Arsenal will have to start to think about it. I would imagine if they get an offer in excess of sixty million. That will probably be enough, even in today's market, and and we know his worth. I mean, no player contributed to more Premier League goals in terms of goals and assists last season. He's he's worth his weight in gold as a footballer. Well, I think with Sanchez, he will he will work despite his contract situation. That won't be in his mind when he goes out playing. It will just because he just loves football. He loves doing what he does. Özil. I mean, you can't imagine Özil. It's certainly the second half of the season when he's out as a free agent. Really. I mean, he doesn't really dive in at ch- challenges as it is now, but he won't. He won't put himself in any sort of risk at that stage next season. I just can't imagine it. And you can't have Özil playing at fifty percent because even at hundred percent in the Premier League, sometimes he struggles. So, yeah. I think it, I think Arsenal can't afford to let that happen. They have to cash in. If he's not going to sign, they have to get rid of him now. Sanchez, maybe like we said, just because of what he will contribute next season, it's almost worth taking the financial hit if you can afford it and Arsenal can afford it it's not great business but they can afford it but yeah for me if it was the two of them and one of them had to stay and run down his contract I'd, I'd choose for that to be Sanchez just because of what he'll contribute next year so Kroenke's comments about winning the league Gazidis saying that you know the catalyst for change that there will be some form of change behind the scenes this summer it, it's not expected to be as drastic as a director of football rightly or wrongly and that that kind of ties into the whole Wenger Gazidis debate you wrote a piece earlier today what happens next for them and you do begin to get the impression that Ivan Gazidis is swimming against the tide a little bit in that boardroom isn't he I think so and I think next next summer will be key for that because the MLS want him to go over the commissioner there his contract's up at the end of this season the next football season sorry and um, they want him. He was deputy commissioner there before he came to Arsenal in 2008. And it's a good escape escape clause for him now. It's a very well-paid job. It's, um, it, you know, the MLS is expanding. They're trying to get the World Cup to America fairly soon. So it'll be a quite an appealing job for Gazidis. And if he really feels that he's just, like you said, swimming against the tide, which it does appear like he is, because he's clearly lost this little power battle because Benga's signed. There's not that much hint that there's going to be huge change we're not seeing a director of football coming in certainly not in the near future anyway there might be a, a figure coming in to help with certain things but not in a key director of football type role so Gazidis has lost this one there's no doubt about that and um, yeah if he feels that that's the case, going to be the case continuously over the next two years then you might well see him leaving next year so how, how, how does Wenger go about making this team into the title winning and I, I, I put that in inverted um, commas, because it's a bold statement. I mean, you look at, you know, without Champions League football, Arsenal have an issue, I think. I think Lacazette, who they've clearly identified as one of few strikers around Europe that they genuinely feel will improve their, that team, 
he wants Champions League football. Now, rumours uh, today in Spain that Atletico's um, transfer ban may still impact on them from registering players for the competition. So, whether Lacazette's going to be minded to make that transfer or not, you know, a different story now. But do you, do you think Arsenal are going to be able to struggle now they're not in the Champions League to attract those, you know, those kind of players? Potentially, yeah. I mean, Champions League's a massive pull for players, but then again. Arsenal are a pull for players because they are a big club. Wenger? So, uh, years ago, yeah. Uh, don't know about now, but I mean, it's a massive summer. But then you it's look, you look, you look at the Ozil example. I, I do still feel, whether, whether, whether some Arsenal fans like it or not, and there has been a very mixed reaction, as you would expect to today's news. It's It's been a weird one in that it's come you know three days after an FA Cup final win. So it's kind of like... You know, fans haven't even had the chance to really dine out on, you know, a, a happy end to this, a happy end to a dreadful season. But I do still think there is Wenger will still have some kind of sway in the transfer market, which is possibly part of their thinking. I say part of their thinking, as you know, various factors that will, will have come into this new deal for him. But I do feel that he is still, you know, a, a, a look. You know, alluring for certain players in the transfer market. Yeah, I mean, he's a massive name in world football. Everyone knows why. Everyone knows why he has achieved that Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, look, you've got Meza Ozil at the club. There's Alexis Sanchez. There, two massive players in the game. They're there already. I mean, that in itself can help attract other players to the club. So, hundred million. Is that anywhere near enough? No, no chance. That's enough to. That's not even enough to sign Kinnan and Bath, and that's the sort of player. That- 